0: And this might sound egotistic, I'm pretty confident I could defend it, but your relationships should be mutually beneficial. You should get something out of every friendship you have. Welcome to the Zero Quit Podcast, where I bring you candid conversations with elite athletes, entrepreneurs, specialists, and other creatives. I'm your host, Brock Covington, and through these dialogues, you will hear powerful stories and practical advice that will help you live a more active and intentional life. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and share it with a friend. What's going on guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Zero Quit Podcast and today is episode 50. 50. We're halfway to 100. We're basically like an exact year from me starting the podcast and uh, I thought today would be the perfect opportunity to showcase and explain five lessons I've learned since doing the podcast. Some of these are directly from people I've spoken to or just the overall abstraction from all these people I've talked to. You know, what are some lessons and takeaways I have had from all these different conversations and this, you know, very diverse set of people from filmmakers, to athletes, to authors, to therapists, to, um, you know, powerlifters, to coffee roasters, to everything. You know, what have I gained from it? So I'm not gonna waste too much more time. As usual, I appreciate all the support very much for the podcast. Can't wait to see, you know, who who I get to talk to and the conversations I'm, I'm fortunate enough to have in this next year, and I hope you guys get so much value from them. Um, I appreciate the DMs I've gotten, all of that. I'm rambling too much, but let's dig into those five lessons I've learned uh, from doing the podcast over the past year. The first one is that movement is essential and i know that's going to sound obvious and cliche coming from a fitness influencer or athlete or whatever you want to call me but it's the truth it's essential for your body it's essential for your mind it's essential spiritually emotionally relieving stress all of these factors our bodies are made to move and almost every single person or probably every single person i've spoken to on this podcast incorporates movement in some capacity some of them are elite athletes some of them are runners some of them are lifters yogis whatever but essentially all of them incorporate some form of movement. It helps them be better in their business, helps them be better in their relationships, helps them be healthier, live longer, all of that. Um, So that, that would be the first lesson that, you know, ideally, if you're listening to this podcast, you're already incorporating some form of exercise or movement. But just really think about how important it is for our bodies to move. Our immune system does better, digestion, everything. And even if you take a rest day from the gym or from running, That's fine, take a rest day, but still get movement. Still go for a 20 minute walk, a 30 minute walk, a short hike, something. Uh, Just continuously moving our bodies as much as we can, spending less time in a sedentary position at work. Even if you can, just walk to the water cooler, walk around the building, do something, leverage those breaks, continue to move your body. Lesson number two is think like a kid. And uh, Pete Nelson was probably the first person that I talked to that really, at least put a term to this concept of being very open-minded. Because children are so imaginative, and they're so full of energy and charisma, and they don't put these limitations upon themselves. They don't think, I can't do this, or that's unrealistic, or that's far-fetched, or whatever. They just embrace wild ideas. They embrace the impossible. They embrace wonder, and they look at the world with this view of wonder and i think the more we can take this approach of being a kid embracing outlandish ideas and pursuing these with just such you know vigor and passion the more you know we can turn our hopes and dreams into reality the more we can just go for it and stop second guessing and stop thinking about what other people think because kids don't worry about what their peers are thinking about or what they're doing or what's realistic or what's not they're just going for it you know and sometimes irrationally but that's what you need at times So that would be a lesson two that I've learned after speaking with a variety of people. It's just learning to to embrace that childlike imagination. Number three is that authenticity precedes success. And what I mean by that is your journey, the raw ups and downs that happen along it are going to be much more valuable uh, and, and draw in a lot more attention and genuine interest than your accolades. So, you know, if you go run a marathon in a sub three hour time, you'll get some attention for that. Or if you do some crazy feat, you'll get attention, you'll get interest, you'll gain followers, you'll be able to sell your book or whatever it is, right? But when you're able to really go through the ups and downs, go through the the valleys and share that journey, share that, you know, and be authentic about it. Don't, don't only post your highlights on Instagram, but showing Your human side and very, you know, really humanizing your experience and your journey with your business, your uh, transformation bodily or whatever goal you're pursuing in life, you're going to get a lot more value from that. I think you're going to learn a lot more about yourself doing that, and it's going to be great to look back on as well personally. And then, more importantly, you know, if you're really trying to grow your business, gain real, uh, genuine customers that are going to keep coming back. And, and care about you and your business beyond the surface level of the product or, or whatever content you're posting. It's going to require a level of authenticity and uh, really showing that journey, you know, and and every element or piece of it. So that would be my advice: is you know, if you're pursuing something right now and you haven't already, start filming things, taking more photos, showing more of your honest and and humble and you know the humility and that side of you, basically. A brief thank you to today's sponsor, ProHealth. Are you looking to improve your overall health and longevity? Then it's time to consider NMN, a well-known compound that promotes longevity and supports health. NMN can enhance cellular health, promote DNA repair, and increase NAD plus levels in your body by 38%. So what does all that mean? Well, simply put, it has the potential to help you live a healthier and longer life. So don't wait. Get your NMN now at ProHealth.com. And why ProHealth? ProHealth's NMN is the highest quality, most pure, and most potent NMN in the world. And it's the only NMN proven to boost NAD in a double-blind, placebo-controlled, peer-reviewed clinical study. Remember to trust ProHealth.com for all your NMN and supplement needs. Number four might be a little controversial, but it's to be selective and selfish about who's in your life. You hear the phrase that, you know, you're the average of the five people you surround yourself with. Obviously, we see that to be true in a variety of situations, but extending beyond that, you need to be selfish. You need to say, this person is a detractor in my life. They're bogging me down. They don't support anything that I do. You need to think about it, audit yourself, and say, why are they in my life? What purpose and value do they serve? And this might sound egotistic, I'm pretty confident I could defend it, but your relationships should be mutually beneficial. You should get something out of every friendship you have. It doesn't have to be financial. It doesn't have to be, oh, I can, you know, they, they drive me around or they pay for this or that, or I can leverage them for my own success. It doesn't have to be like that. It shouldn't be like that. But you do want to surround yourself with people that bring you happiness, that bring you um, new experiences, that challenge your beliefs in a productive way and make you a better person. That's mutually beneficial for you and them. When you can get something, they can get something out of you. That's a valuable relationship and a relationship that's much more likely to be sustained over years and years. You know, you're know, you going to avoid any kind of jealousy or resentment or anything that comes along with some relationship that's built on um, utility. What's useful for me now? So that goes along with choosing the people. And also don't be afraid to build people up. If, you, if there's someone in your life that you really do care about and you're like, man, if I could just get them to... Maybe start exercising with me or if I could just get them to, you know, take this next step in their life. Don't be afraid to kind of extend that that olive branch to them and help lift them up. And by lifting them up, you probably lift yourself up. You make a stronger, you know, uh, collective group. And, uh, you know, you can do that with your circle too. So I'm not saying get rid of all your friends and find new ones that are, you know, mega stars or something like that. But be selective, be selfish, and be okay being uh, alone and, and being... In this state of solitude for a while until you find the right people so that would be lesson four and lastly lesson five is you don't need to know a through z on how you're going to get somewhere all you need to do is know a and b and you can forget about all the letters in between the element ops and all of that just know with your first step and your second step and know that z your end goal and sometimes you don't even have to know the end goal but just getting started with something is going to take you a lot further than procrastination because you don't know all the steps to get to you know where you want to get headed so if you want to start a business you know you know the z you know okay i want to make this business i want it to look like this and and, and work like that and have this amount of income and so forth that to be my future that's your z but you need step one and step two. And step one and step two might be very simple. They might just be coming up with a name or why is your product different? You know, thinking about the value proposition of why someone's gonna choose your product or service rather than something else. So just start something, just start. Starting is the hardest step. You, you know, you hear that all the time. It's cliche, but it's very true. It's the same with exercise. If you wanna lose 40 pounds, it starts with the first workout. It starts with the first rep, the first mile, the first step, all of that. Even from a personal anecdote, this podcast was just generated out of me starting it, just starting it. And now I've talked to so many wonderful, extremely insightful people. And I would have never had these conversations and these relationships if I did not start this podcast. So even if you don't know where you're headed, how to do something, how to, how to grow a podcast or business or change your body or whatever it is, just get started and you'll figure out the rest and in the in-between letters through the process. So those are the five lessons I've learned. Obviously, there's a lot more. um, And and to get more lessons, feel free to listen to some of the past 50 episodes. But again, very grateful. Very grateful for all the support. All you guys that listen on a week-to-week basis, that have shared the podcast, reposted it, comment, follow it whatever it is, uh, it definitely goes a long way and uh, it it isn't ignored or forgotten. So I appreciate it again. Share this if you get something out of it. Subscribe. I got some really cool guests um, lined up the next few months. So be on the lookout for those episodes and I'll catch you guys in the next one.